If you love scratches from the Virginia Lottery, you'll love the high roller blackjack scratcher with a chance to win up to 10 times your prize. Look for it at your favorite Virginia Lottery retailer. In fact, you can drive there right now. Now that's an everyday win. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 4.16. Hey there, boys and girls. Welcome to another edition of the Business of Sports with Andrew Brand. I'm your host, Andrew Brand. We're ably produced by one Brian Neal, musical producer of my son, Sam Brand, playing his track below us as I talk here. It's a Brant's Rants edition. I'm going to talk a little bit about the uh, buzz that I'm feeling from the Milwaukee Bucks and Giannis Antetokounmpo uh, and sort of compare it to the whole NBA, NFL thing, sort of bring that in. We're still at a dead time with the NFL business, but it's a nice time to kind of compare the two sports and talk about player empowerment or the lack thereof in the NFL and in also praising what just happened in the NBA. We're at the morning after the Milwaukee Bucks winning the NBA championship. So we'll get to that in a minute. First, a word from our sponsor. Just because the final buzzer is sounded doesn't mean the fun has to end. You've got DraftKings Casino. You've got hundreds of casino games, slots, table games. All players can enter the DraftKings Casino. So it's a Summer Legends series. You can have a shot at $5 million in total prizes. Just enter DraftKings Legends series. Download DraftKings Casino app right now. Find the casino games in the top navigation bar to stop playing. You got cash prizes, offering prizes ranging from a luxury car, free ride in a private jet. It's United States-based, so it's safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So download the DraftKings Casino app now. Use promo code ROSS, R-O-S-S. Get a shot at a share of $5 million in total prizes when entering DraftKings Casino Legends. That's promo code Ross. Earn a shot at $5 million total prizes only at DraftKings Casino. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, West Virginia, Michigan, or Pennsylvania only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Okay, let's talk about the NBA and the NFL. I was just enamored with the whole Milwaukee Bucks experience uh, primarily Giannis, and I'm just going to call him Giannis in case I'll get the last name wrong. He's a gem. He's just a gem. And I have watched him for a while. Now, listen, I spent 10 years in Wisconsin. I can't claim to be a Milwaukee Bucks fan. Uh, that never sort of attached to me. I was so into football. And then moving back to the Philly area, I became a big Philadelphia 76ers fan and that whole plan and got to know Sam Hinkie and the process and all that. But I just there there's something about seeing a A-list superstar with lack of ego that is just amazing to me. And I sort of put this out on Twitter today. Is Giannis the most likable and humble, truly A-list superstar that we've ever had? And I think the only person I could come up with that rivals that is Federer. Now I'm a huge Federer fan. I'm man crush on Federer. Everyone, a lot of people know that. But wow, there was a clip put out by Milwaukee Bucks social media a few days ago, and I've been bumping it on Twitter forever. For I mean, all all the time for the last week. It's just a question asked by a media member to Giannis, and he talked about, well, you know. I can't look at the past because if I look at the past, that's just kind of who cares? You know, I did that. And once you do that, you have bad days ahead. And I don't really look at the future. The future is kind of, you know, ego. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to crush this, crush that. It's all about living in the present. And 
the philosophy, here it's a Greek philosopher, right, Giannis? I mean, it was just amazing to me that someone 26, coming from a foreign country, having to navigate all of what he has so far in this country, in a town in Wisconsin that, frankly, is not very diverse, he, he has become... He has gone through all this change physically, of course, emotionally, but socially and as a superstar and just maintained such incredible humility, incredible humility. That to me is just so great to see. When you see that clip, and I bumped it out on Twitter and I'll do it again, you're just like, wow, I just became a forever fan. And then watching them win and, and the, the passion and 65,000 people in that deer den or fear the deer park. Like, wow. I mean, this is a great story. And sometimes in sports, we lose our romance. We lose our innocence. We lose what brought us to sports to begin with, where it becomes in my world, as you know, so well, very commercialized, very business oriented, so much money attached to sports that sometimes a story like Giannis just, it elevates the conversation. It brings us back to why we love sports. It brings us to a, another place that even the most jaded among us can look at that and say, great, that's what we want. We want an A-list superstar. I'm just not talking superstar. I'm talking top, top, top superstar to act like he does. I think it's awesome. And I just have this warm feeling about Giannis and winning the NBA championship. Now, transitioning to what it's like to be in a front office compared to the NFL and NBA. In the NBA, these stars have so much power. And the obvious example of the past year is James Harden. We saw James Harden leverage a franchise to extricate himself because he no longer wanted to, do, to be there. And he did. And he did. He got out. It's amazing to me, we've seen this before, NBA players decide, I'm not into this anymore. I want to go somewhere else. And that's one thing. Anyone can say that. Make it happen. Make it happen. Anthony Davis. I mean, this, and then, and then NBA players reach free agency. They get to a point in their career where they get to free agency, which gives them extraordinary power where Kawhi Leonard could say, okay, I'm going to go to this team and I want this team to give up seven number one draft picks and get this guy, Paul George. Okay, <laughs> done. Okay, Anthony Davis, I want to go to this team and I want that team that has LeBron to give up everything else they have to get me. Okay, done. Done. James Harden, I don't want to be here anymore. You know, I know they paid me a few hundred million dollars, but I'm out. And I want another team to give up seven draft picks and get me. Okay, done. Like, this to me is just amazing. And the contrast is you have Giannis, who appears to be completely comfortable, especially now winning a championship, being in Milwaukee. Small market, right? So if I am front office for the Milwaukee Bucks, and I know a guy there, Oh my God, you have hit gold. You have the best player in the league, you know, argue one, two, three, whatever he is, who wants to be there, who it, it looks like, again, you never know, is never going to make noise. 
is never going to want to be somewhere else and is never going to wake up deciding, I don't want to be here anymore. Like Davis, like Harden, like Kawhi, like Kyrie Irving, whoever it may be, Kevin Durant, Russ Westbrook, Paul George. I mean, this is something where player empowerment is at a peak in the NBA. Okay, transition to the sport I cover the most, NFL. No, no. You know, every year in the offseason, we hear about player empowerment. I'm saying no, it's not there. What did we hear this offseason about the three A-list superstars, biggest names in the sport, biggest names in football? They're going to get out. We heard breathless reporting throughout the offseason about these three names, and still are, obviously, about Aaron. Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, and Deshaun Watson. Okay, so soon after the Super Bowl, it was all Deshaun Watson. He wants out. He'll never play in Houston again. He's out. He's going to Miami. He's going to the Dolphins. Everyone's talking about these packages. Well, if Stafford, if they got this for Stafford, they're going to get 10 number ones. for, And they're Photoshopping Deshaun Watson, all these jerseys and Jets and Dolphins and 49ers and Broncos. And I'm like, w- w- no. The Texans say they're not trading. He can't trade himself. It's not the NBA. Same city, but Deshaun Watson is not James Harden. Now, obviously everything developed with different issues for Deshaun Watson. Now he's accused of all these civil complaints, maybe criminal complaints. They're not settling. He's probably not going to play much this year. And if he is on a roster this year, I continue to say it's going to be the same roster. That roster of the Houston Texans. And he might be on the commissioner exemplist. He might be suspended and no one's going to trade for him. Now, maybe the Texans decide to trade him next year. You know, Eagles have all these number one picks, you know, who knows, but there's no empowerment there. Now, obviously he's cooked by his actions with the massage therapist, but where's the empowerment? You know, before the massage therapist stuff came out, he was rumored to be traded. How many weeks? No. No, no empowerment there. Then you get to Russell Wilson. He's out. He's unhappy. He doesn't like, he's making comments to Dan Patrick. I don't like, you know, I want to be involved in personnel. The Seahawks don't say anything. And then there's rumors. And then, and then his agent comes, you know, they say that, well, you know, he's not, he would go to three teams, the Saints, the Raiders, or the Bears, because I think what they felt was that if teams are calling the Seahawks and they're listening. Well, don't, you know, he's not going to Miami or or the Jets, you know. So if you're going to listen, listen to those teams, not that. But Russell Wilson's not going anywhere. You know, Russell Wilson's not going anywhere. You know, all that with the Photoshopping again and the breathless reporting, he's not going anywhere because the Seahawks don't want to trade him anywhere. And now we hear, you know, Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson, everybody's happy and there was no issue and, uh, you know, media creation, whatever it was, no empowerment there, no empowerment. Now we get to Aaron. Okay. So we have yet to see the the closing chapters of what's this saga is going to happen, but it's been a story since draft day. He wants out. He's not going to play there anymore. And I've maintained the same stance. I mean, obviously I know Aaron and obviously I know the Packers and I know Aaron's, you know, not happy. And there's a chasm. It's not about money. They're talking about contracts and giving them more money and more guarantees and more years. Who cares? You know, if they trade them, those things would get, would travel with the with the contract on a trade. 
But the issue to me, I mean, the issue with the Packers and Aaron seems much deeper than money. There's some kind of chasm between him and the front office. He doesn't feel he can trust anyone. There's been a breach of trust. The fact that Murph, the president, the GM, and the coach have all been out to see Aaron, and we still are where we are, that's a big problem. But at the end of the day, life is about options. What are his options? They're very, very limited because the Packers aren't trading him. Are the Packers trading him in 2022? I believe so. I do. But that'll be their choice, not his. Well, obviously his too. But So here we are. The Packers aren't trading him. I don't think Aaron's retiring. Aaron can't trade himself. What are the options? You know, he'll play. Now, he may make noise and maybe August may be a tough month and who knows about training camp fines or whatever. And he doesn't need training camp. And he never plays in the preseason. So what, you know, he'll be there. He'll be there. So no empowerment for the best player in the league, the MVP. Unless I'm wrong, you know. The one player that got out, the one player that you could say was empowered in 2021, the one player, now I'm not including Matt Stafford because that was a long run with the Lions. They had new management, new coaching, you know. It was good. It was like a J.J. Watt. We had a nice run. Let's move on. But the one player that got out, who wanted to get out, it wasn't Rodgers. It wasn't Wilson. It wasn't Watson. Carson Wentz. Kudos to Carson Wentz. Despite massive capital implications for the Philadelphia Eagles, Carson Wentz had a plan with his agents. I'm getting out. I'm going to uh, Indianapolis. My mentor, Frank Reich. And he did it. So there's player empowerment, player empowerment only because he stunk. <laughs> Maybe the worst quarterback in the league last year. He's the one with empowerment. Now, why? Because the Eagles had a replacement, obviously, and they had a willing suitor. You know, if they didn't have these two things, Carson Wentz would still be there. There'd be no empowerment. You know, the Packers don't have a replacement. They will next year. They give love another year to develop. Obviously, the Seahawks don't have a replacement, and the Texans don't have a replacement. They have a placeholder in Tyrod Taylor, but yeah, teams are going to do what they're going to do. Now, if these players were NBA players, they would force that. But it's just ironic. Carson Wentz, he's the one. He's the empowered one in 2021. So again, I just wanted to contrast these two uh, bodies on the heels of the NBA Finals, which just just finished, end of that season. And then we're going to have free agency season in the NBA, which is going to look vastly different, as it always does, from free agency in the NFL, where, you know, these players aren't the top players that get to free agency. NBA, it's always the top players. I mean, it's not always, but the top players do always get to free agency, whether through their contract running out, they have options, they have voids, etc. They have it. So we'll see what happens. Okay, that's my rant. One, uh, one final rant is um, we start the Olympics this year. I mean, this week. It's, it's happening in Tokyo. Now, we're still hearing that they may cancel it. But obviously, I'm here on Wednesday the 21st. There are some games today. There's some events today. So I guess they're not canceling it. But it's going to be a COVID Olympics. Um, you know, obviously, it was canceled the year it was supposed to be in 2020. Now it's a year later. But it's still there. Uh, I guess my point is one thing is we're not out of it. Obviously, um, there's players testing positive. It's going to be a cluster because players are going to be so close to each other. This is something that we just have to deal with. 
and I'm not going to get political, but we're not beyond it. We're not beyond it. And this idea that we get to Tokyo 2021 and everything be great and we have fans and a normal Olympics not happening. So I think it's a downer, but it is the Olympics. It will draw. And the Tokyo organizers are suffering billions of dollars of loss because there won't be fans. Sponsors are having issues because there won't be fans. You know, the one protected entity in this is NBC with all the Olympic coverage. Oh my God, if that cancels, if somehow Olympics are canceled still with this Delta variant with COVID, what a massive impact for NBC. But, you know, sports media drives sports television. And that's, as we sit here today, it's happening. <laughs> so it's happening. Uh, good luck to all the Olympians. It's an amazing event. There's four coming out of Villanova, uh, mostly in track and field and the 5K, 10K and a triathlete, you know. So I'm rooting for them. Uh, my Stanford roots, you know, there's dozens of players, of athletes coming out of Stanford. But it's just such a special time. And I sort of bring it back to Giannis, where the Olympic spirit starts in Greece with this idea of romance and sports and bringing the world together. So let's bring it back. You know, let's have that unique innocence that Giannis has brought us this past week and bring it back to the Olympics uh, as we gather as a world, as we coalesce with hopefully a reduced virus impact. There's hope and let's keep that alive onward as we go. Hope you enjoyed this Business of Sports podcast, my rants about the NBA, NFL, empowerment, and a closing note on the Olympics and bringing the world together in my idealistic way that I hope. And that'll do it. Please follow me as I'm um, now on Instagram, Andrew Brandt too. You know me on Twitter at Andrew Brandt. Uh, Apple Podcast ratings and comments always appreciated. My Sunday 7 newsletter, if you're not getting it, please do sign up at andrew-brandt.com. I'm going to have some good stuff this week. Gets to your inbox every Sunday morning. And I'll be back next week with another edition of The Business of Sports with Andrew Brandt. If you love scratches from the Virginia Lottery, you'll love the high roller blackjack scratcher with a chance to win up to 10 times your prize. Look for it at your favorite Virginia Lottery retailer. In fact, you can drive there right now. Now that's an everyday win. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 4.16.